Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Well, we are on our theme for our second term for the year, which is oneness. Oneness. The Bible tells us that there is one body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God who is above all and through all and in us all. We are learning that unity or oneness is critical or it is key um, in the growth of the church or the body of Christ. And it is my prayer that we will walk out of this theme for the entire month being conscious and sensitive of the need for us to be one, for us to be united. Jesus said, the kingdom that is divided against itself shall not stand. And therefore, if we want to see the success and the prosperity and the growth of the church, we have to pray for the spirit of unity or oneness. Amen. And the last month we focused on the sub-theme under that theme, uh, which was one body. And this month we are looking at the theme one spirit just for the month of June. Amen. Our subject for today is the sevenfold spirit. The Bible tells us that we, are, we have received one spirit. We have one spirit, which is the spirit of the Lord, but he manifests himself in many ways. Amen. Revelations 4 and verse number 5. Revelation 4 and verse number 5. Nina beni safe nga papa Zalantina. Last week we are corner. Covid now earthquake is now understandable. And we are PXM. Nina nive right? Aye. 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 Amen. But But I'm sure would so we must always be praying. Amen. Um and for some odd reason, all of us we were awake <laughs> uh, just to sense this sustained shaking. Amen. Revelation four verse number five says, out from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. Believe you me, I prepared this before the, before, <laughs> before the drama happened today. <laughs> and in front of the throne, seven blazing torches bent, seven 
blazing torches bent, which are the seven spirits of God. I'm reading in the Amplified Version, by the way. Then it says the sevenfold Holy Spirit. And I love it in the, in the Amplified. The reason why I'm reading it in the Amplified is so that we understand that when the Bible says the seven spirits of God, it does not necessarily mean that God has literally seven spirits or seven different Holy Spirits, right? But it is talking about, as the Amplified saying, the sevenfold manifestation of the Holy Spirit. I'm sure you will agree with me that sometimes we talk about the fruits of the Spirit in plural, right? But if you carefully read um, Galatians 5.22, it does not actually say seven, it does not say the fruits of the Spirit. It actually says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness. And I think when you read it in the Passion Translation, I love it because then it puts it into proper context because it shows us that that fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. And then from love, gentleness, peace, joy, kindness, and so forth and so on, right? Um, so in other words, you know, when the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, manifests itself through us, there has to be joy, there has to be peace, there has to be gentleness, there has to be kindness, uh, there has to be self-control and so forth and so on. Are we here, Bazalani? So here we are not talking about seven different Holy Spirits, amen? But it is simply the manifestations of the Spirit of God. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. Speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want us, Bazalani, this morning to draw these seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit from the book of Isaiah, chapter number 11. Uh, and I'm going to read from verse 1. It says, there shall come forth a rod. This was a prophetic scripture uh, concerning the Messiah, concerning the coming, uh, the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. To be specific, it says, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, it says. Then verse number two, first of all, it says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That is the first manifestation. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. This is the reason why when the Lord Jesus Christ, after he was tested in the wilderness, and when he was about to begin his ministry here on earth, what did he declare? He opened from the book of Isaiah, or Isaiah, whichever way you want to pronounce it, and he declared, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he says, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has anointed me to preach the gospel and he talks about all of the other things that he was called by God to do. So when the spirit of the Lord comes upon us, it is for the purposes of anointing us to do what he has called us to do. To empower us supernaturally to do what he has called us to do because God 
does not expect us to do what he has called us to do with our own natural strength and power. You will remember, Bazalani, that we always say that before we are born again, the Holy Spirit is with us. He is with everyone who is not born again. Every person who is walking around the Spirit of God is always there waiting for an opportunity to convict us whenever we are hearing the gospel being preached so that we can respond to the message of the gospel. Are we together? But once we are born again, what happens? Once we are born again, then the Holy Spirit, He is not only with us, but then He enters into us. He is now in us to confirm or to seal our salvation and new birth experience. Are we together? And once we are now born again and we are saved, we will know, we will remember that the Lord Jesus Christ said to the disciples after they were saved at his resurrection and he breathed upon them and he said, receive the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can be in there. Because remember, the Holy Spirit was with them before Jesus died. Because even though they were the disciples of Jesus Christ, but the Holy Spirit was not yet given. So he was simply with them. That's why uh, Jesus, when he was about to leave, he said that when I go, then the Holy Spirit will come and he shall be in you. Are we here? And after that, he says to them, go and tarry in Jerusalem uh, until you are endowed with power from on high. Acts chapter number 1 verse 8, he says, you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So the Holy Spirit coming upon us, that is the Spirit of the Lord upon us. The Spirit of the Lord upon us to do what? To impart or to anoint us, to supernaturally empower us so that we can do what he has called us to do. So that we can therefore from that point onwards, and when I say to do what he has called us to do, I'm not just referring to the calling in terms of preaching, prophesying, or whatever the case may be, but I'm also talking about in terms of your business, in terms of your career, in terms of whatever it is that God has called you to do. Because as I said, he's not expecting us to function in our callings without his supernatural power. Because we all need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We all need the supernatural empowerment that comes from the Holy Spirit. Are we together? Now, picture this, Barcelona. When the Bible says in the book of Revelations, it's talking about the seven, it is talking about the seven lamps, right, that were burning, the seven lamps that were burning. It was not just seven separated lamps. But it was one lampstand showing us that it is the one Holy Spirit with different manifestations. And here's how it was structured. It had the central shaft. And we will remember that it was not a candlestick per se, but a lampstand. So the, the priest would come in, walk in with the oil because it, it, they used the oil to paint it. So the, 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 the priest will come and pour the oil on the central shaft. And the central shaft will then, as, it, as the oil fills the central shaft, the other six shafts of the lampstand were attached to it. 
So it was from the central shaft, the oil in the central, central shaft, that it will begin to fill each other, each, each shaft one by one as it fills up. So in other words, the other subsequent manifestations are dependent on this particular one. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the first one. The Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. And then as you grow in there, then he begins to manifest himself in these other manifestations which are very key in our walk with God. But when the, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and therefore we begin to see uh, even the gifts of the Spirit beginning to operate and to function in our lives, we are beginning to see the fruit of the Spirit beginning to show in our lives because the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Helping us to function and to operate in our callings. Are we together, Bazalwan? And this spirit of the Lord coming upon us liberates us or he sets us free to function in our calling. That's why the Bible says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Because God expects us to be totally free as we serve him, as we respond to his calling. So we have got to be anointed for it, but we have got to be truly humble, totally yielded and surrendered uh, to him so that we can be anointed to function in our calling. We, we have got to be those people who are open. So the Lord Jesus Christ himself demonstrates this at the beginning of his ministry. He shows us that without the spirit of the Lord, he will not be able to do it. And therefore he declares the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So we have got to learn how to be humble for us to be anointed to do what we are called for. Because God does not anoint up, he anoints down. Otherwise, the oil was not going to be poured out, it was going to be thrown. So if you are up there, you are too high for the anointing. You, got, you have got to lower yourself, be submitted, just like how Christ did. How did he do it? He simply surrendered. That's why even when he, uh, when, just before he began his ministry, what did he do? What did he do? He went to John the Baptist. Wanted to be baptized by him. And John the Baptist said, I don't even qualify to touch your shoes. Or the strings of your shoes. Jesus said, it has to be done so that righteousness can be fulfilled. Because he had to demonstrate humility. So that he can be filled with the oil or with the anointing so that he can do what he is called to do. And once we allow the spirit of the Lord to operate in our lives. So, so in other words, the spirit of the Lord teaches us how to be submitted. It, in other words, he imparts in us the ability to uh, yield to him as our Lord. To yield to Christ as our Lord. Because many of us, we love the idea of being saved, but not the idea of Christ being our Lord. 
It's, not, it's one thing for him to save us. It is another for him to be our Lord. Because when he is our Lord, it means he is in charge. He is in control. He tells us what to do, what not to do, how to do it, when to do it. And many of us, we don't like that. But the Spirit of the Lord teaches us to be submissive to him. Are we together? And he liberates us once. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, others interpret Second uh, Corinthians uh, 3 and verse number 17, which, you know, in the New King James Version, it says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Uh, other theologians read that verse as, where the Spirit is Lord, there is liberty. So we have got to allow his lordship so that we can be free to operate in our different callings and assignments. And then number two, the book of Isaiah continues to speak about the spirit of wisdom. It is one thing to be wise, but it is totally another to carry the spirit of wisdom. Because when you say you have the spirit of something, you mean that there is a spirit that that controls you or pushes you to operate in whatever it is that you say you have the, the spirit of it. So in other words, when I'm talking about the spirit of disorder, for, for an example, in other words, even when I want to be orderly, but the spirit of disorder causes me to be disorderly. Are we here? But now the spirit of God or the other manifestation of the spirit of God it is that it imparts the spirit of wisdom in us. And when that happens, it is when the Holy Spirit makes us wise. Especially in knowing God. In other words, we will not help it by, but make wise decisions about our lives. Because many of us we can be Christians, go to church each and every day, but make poor decisions concerning our lives because we lack the spirit of wisdom. You, you, you look at, uh, you know, sometimes the elements of foolishness. And then it's while going to church, while carrying Bibles every day. But the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he brings the spirit of wisdom. He imparts wisdom in us. So that no matter how young or old we are, but we can be wise in how we are living our lives. Wise in how we are handling our business affairs. Wise in how we are handling our marriages. We need to allow the spirit of wisdom to have his way in our lives. We need to allow the spirit of wisdom to be fully operational in our lives each and every day so that he can help us with everything because you don't want to uh, grow up and not grow wise. And here I'm not talking intelligence. I'm not talking about because some of us, we have that, you know, ability uh, to just, you know, be intelligent. You or to, to, to learn and to remember things in class. But again, how many of you have met people who are intelligent, but they are not wise? They are very sharp academically, but they are not wise with their life decisions. 
not wise with their family decisions, not wise with their financial decisions, not wise. And as Christians, I mean, you meet Christians every day who are committed in their walk with God, but by Inai. I'm sorry to say that. And you've got to decide as a Christian that you are not going to allow religion and many other ways other people respond to Christianity to allow that to make you and especially when people are going to look at you as a snai because you are a Christian. No, be a wise Christian. Jesus simply said it. He said, be as harmless as doves, but be as wise as serpents. So, Nasem Seben Zini, allow the spirit of wisdom to operate through you. Let it be seen that you carry a different spirit so that the spirit of wisdom will make you excellent in the way that you execute your tasks. That's why we need to pray for the spirit of God to help us even Nasem Seben Zini even in our businesses, to give you divine ideas so that you can be wise as you are navigating your career, your job, your business. You can be a person, a man or a, or a woman of wisdom and be wise. Yeah, because how do I, what do I mean by that? You see, for, for, you, for you to build anything successfully, the Bible says you need wisdom. So in other words, if you are foolish in the manner that you, you operate as Umzalwan, you, 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 you will look spiritual at church, but destroy your home, destroy your calling, destroy your business, because you have not allowed the spirit of wisdom to be operational in your life. God used wisdom to create things. In his works, the Bible says, he engaged wisdom. That's why Mshaba operated the workshop, because there's wisdom behind it. He does not have to come back as a as a vusilang So it's cut. So young kinto. Why? Because there was wisdom behind it. So in the manner that you handle your home and you build your home, there must be wisdom displayed. The manner that you handle your affairs, your calling, there must be wisdom. Serpent. Be wise as a serpent. Be wise as a serpent. But be harmless in your wisdom as a serpent, as a dove. Don't use your wisdom to harm people. Because there's a very thin line between being wise as a serpent 
and being a crook. Be wise as a serpent, but don't be a serpent. Be wise as a serpent, but don't be a serpent. Because because so be wise as a serpent, but don't be a serpent. Don't bite people. Don't, don't, don't put your venom inside people. But be wise. Engage the wisdom. Be wise. You see, one thing I decided for the first few months, but then after that, no man. No man. Because many of us that must see this way, Automatically, it's unnecessary. Let drama is unnecessary. It's like, okay, manje. drama prove is not necessary. brother or smart. Some of the challenges of life that we are faced with, they require wisdom. They require what? So you've got to carry the spirit of wisdom to a point that you can't help it but make wise decisions. Decisions that will sometimes be better than the decisions of even people who are older than you. Because you carry a different spirit. You carry the spirit of wisdom. How come you are building a quality life? Because you can tell from the quality of life that a person is living, whether who is nigh or clarampin. As you are reading the Bible, read the Bible and seek the wisdom of God and couple that with the spirit of wisdom. Be intentional even about praying for the spirit of wisdom. Ask God, give me the spirit of wisdom. Make me wise. That's why even when Jesus was growing up, the Bible says he grew in wisdom and in stature. The Bible says the scriptures are able to make us wise. Even concerning our salvation, be wise. Understand your salvation so that nobody is going to trick you out of it. When they come up with some fancy terms, fancy concepts and ideas and philosophies, be wise with your salvation. Be wise with your salvation. Know how to be a Christian and not be weird.
Uze utachukele na umundu utala na ushate na uti. Abone na uti. Kangana. No mundu wa iraiti sunti wa inlapa. Atanda za kamnandi. You know, but uya malfunction kai. Ya malfunction na M7 zinu. Ya malfunction nje. Ushawe yi. You know, so, so be wise. Be wise. Be a very wise Christian. Uwazi. Nukuti impilo. Ipilo anjani. Na strategy. Be wise. Be wise. That's why I love traveling, because it helps me to know the world beyond my world. No different. drive on the other side. Just to Okay, I'm as just here. Go right to left, to left, to right. Switch countries where. The switch is not, it does not work like this one. Tina must press to switch on. See, press the pants. When I'm in my countries, you press the other way around. Just so that you help your mind to be able to think at, at different levels, different ways, and be upper, and be able to navigate to say airport, know how to not look lost. <laughs> Even if it's your first time there. You see? Because you have the spirit of wisdom. You, you, you know how things work. You know, okay, I'm jumping, I just walk straight and look at the boards. But the minute I, 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 I the minute I get airplane in, I don't have to panic and, and I just look for a board that says luggages. Or go on about the packages. So I, I just know, Mangaland Airport is on mixer, filing, telecoms, comma, some. Finish. Just keep on going. As long as it's at Chigala, lucky, just keep on going. <laughs> Pretend that you, are, you know what you are doing. Just pull your, just pull your bag and just keep on going. And we're like, mighty Chigala, 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 Ume, Mofiga, Guma, Karozel, Ume, who's married now, as if you know what you are doing. Yeah? Gune, Gune TV is all parallel, put the flight so and so, Nai Karozel, Yakuya, Malapu, now it's a panic in life. A panic. Just pretend as if you know what you are doing. Eh? Just pretend as if somebody took you out to a restaurant for the first time. Just, just be wise, be observant. And 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 gune plate, gune fork, gune spoon, gune fork, gune knife, uh, and gune man knives I too. Look around. Especially when I'm going to look at my knees. 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 Okay. I'm going to look at my knees. I'm going to look at my knees. I'm going to you are learning, you are using wisdom. Mabati anything to drink. Uti maybe take his order first. umlinda order. Magati sparkling water actually will share. Because of Funukbona Uti Uzo tell up spirit of wisdom. Yeah. 
Magatela. So now next time, Masubuela. Oh, so it's Coco Sako. Uh, sparkling water for the table, please. Uh, maybe you can also give us steel, um, and then uh, we'll, we'll just uh, order some more drinks later on. Then you know which glass to go for while you are drinking water. Uh, figure drink, uh, which glass to go for. Uh, and then you are just navigating through, and, and you are, so, so, so take your time. Be wise as a serpent. Don't panic. Be wise as a Be observant everywhere you go. Be wise. And number three, it says the spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. Because there's also understanding, but there's also the spirit of understanding. Helping us to know what is it that God has called us for. Because the lack of the spirit of understanding will make us lose hope in our calling. Let me tell you, Bazalon, the call of God for your life, what God has called you for, it is not easy to pursue. It requires the spirit of understanding. The call of God can be, and when I say the call of God again, I don't mean the call of God in terms of preaching only. Even just being called for business can overwhelm you. Epinoni, I said, you know the call of God can destroy you. It has the potential to destroy you. It has the potential to be, because it can be very confusing, very confusing, very overwhelming. You can get to a point where you actually don't know what to do. It can get so dark. And when that happens and it takes over, it destroys or it kills the hope that is supposed to be on the inside of you. So that's why then the spirit of understanding is critical. Because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 1 verse 17, it says, that this, verse 18 this time, it says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Because in, 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 in God's calling for your life, there's hope. There has got to be that state that you get into that you are rest assured within you. Ugutikzobarite. Even when you don't understand what's going on, because there will be a season where you are just, you feel like you are in no man's ground. You don't really have a clue and you like, hey, hey. And I'm not just talking about Ukshumaya, like I say. It can be for business. It can be for your career where you are just stuck. You don't know what more can I do. I've been doing this for the past 10 years. I don't know whether, you know, this is coming or going or whatever the case may be. But the spirit of understanding when God is giving you the ability to interpret things by the spirit of God to judge things by the spirit of God not by what you see with with your with your natural eyes or what you are hearing with your natural ears but by the spirit of God because without that kind of understanding let me tell you things get too complicated too quick very fast because you can really feel like you are going down. Like, Because there is a level in your walk with God in pursuit of your calling and destiny where everything will absolutely depend on God and God alone. Mm 
Ube mnandu sakupuga. Masa ulapubonu kutu. Yay! And he lendo eya shayu Peter. When, when, when Jesus said, Peter comes and guvugistom ne? Uchesu, if it is you, Lord, command me to come. Jesus says, come. And he steps out, he begins to walk. Master Kappa, we realize, hey, Nhamba Pesu Amans. And this is not normal. Two, there is a storm. Then he removes his eyes from Jesus because he's trying to understand this phenomenon. Now he shifts his eyes from the one who is supposed to make him understand to say, currently you are not walking on water, you are walking on my word. You are, you are walking on my calm. Naturally, this water will not be able to carry you, but because I said calm. That's why he learned his lesson where when he was trying to uh, uh, fish uh, and, and Jesus said, throw your net into the deep. He says, I don't understand this, but nevertheless, at your word. Because now he understands that it is your word that makes things happen. He, he, he understands now that the Bible says uh, uh, through the power of his word or the word of his power, he upholds everything. He, he just puts everything to be in its place, not because of your ability, your skill, your intelligence or whatever the case may be. It is his word that makes sense at that point in time. Because your world can collapse just like this. I mean, Tina, she's well in the Atlantic scene. Tremor might. Hey, England, England, was my Nipegalesimo and Napaguas or Langley, no good. Langley, corner, if something. We are calculator, man, we are more good because that's how life is. You can be comfortable and out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, something comes that is going to shake your situation. And at that point, you cannot depend on your natural understanding and your natural calculations. That's where the Spirit of God comes in and interprets things for you. And, and so that hope can rise up from your heart. And so that you can know deep within that, Kuzoba, right? This sickness is not unto death. This situation is not going to destroy me, but this is just simply God at work. The spirit of understanding, to be able to interpret things correctly by the spirit of God. By the spirit of God. That's why I was saying earlier that, you know, you, you have got to be spiritual as a person pursuing your business, your career, your calling. You have got to be spiritual. You have got to be spiritual so that he can give you the capacity to keep on going because your mind can clock easily, just like this. Just when you think you've figured everything out, your mind can clock just like this. And if you lack the spiritual uh, 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 aspect of things to be able to inspire, because in most cases, it's not that we don't have the thoughts, the words to be able to put together so that we can understand. But we need the Holy Spirit to inspire whatever that we know so that it can make sense. So you've got to be spiritual. You've got to be prayerful. You've got to be prayerful. You cannot be pursuing the call of God for your life. You cannot be pursuing your destiny and lack, and lack the ability to be spiritual in your life. You, you did not pray for the whole week. 
You, you did not pray. For, that's why many of us, life becomes difficult. And the more it becomes difficult, the more we don't want to go to God. The more we want to sit down and stress about what we are faced with. You have got to be spiritual. Hey, Bazalan, you have got to be spiritual. Like, pray. Pray. Paul puts it this way. I will pray with my spirit, and I will also pray with understanding. So when things are making sense, I pray with my understanding. I pray, and I'm none of thunders, right? But when I don't understand anymore, I pray with my spirit. I pray with my spirit. Ma, bro, shake it. At that point, I, I really don't know what to say. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling confused. I'm feeling, I don't even know where to start, Lord, because at this moment, because let me tell you this, there are times in your life when God is doing something and it looks like he's not doing anything and you don't understand why is he choosing to work like that in your life at that point in time. It's all not making sense. Even when you want to pray, you don't know where to start. I was noma umtuge, nomumtumise, nomumparamise, you, you, you just don't know. So at that point, what do you do? You pray with your spirit, with groanings that cannot be uttered. And Paul says, pray that you may interpret. What is understanding? It is the interpretation of knowledge, the principles you have gathered. So when you pray to interpret, all of a sudden the spirit of God puts things into perspective for you. And then you begin to pray with the vocabulary that talks to your situation. All of a sudden, you walk out of that prayer room with more understanding, more clarity. And you are at peace, and then hope begins to come back. Because when you are confused, you panic, and hope flies out of the window. It's worse. It can only get worse from here. Look, there are seasons in your life where you might as well prepare for your downfall. Have you ever been in a day where you said to yourself, God, if you don't do anything drastic, I don't see how I'm going to survive this day. And God did not do anything drastic. But you survived. Because even when we think God is not working, he's working. And sometimes our limited mind, limited understanding is trying to figure him out. And yet his ways sometimes are hidden from us. He says, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. He says, my ways are higher than your ways. And at that point, when he's trying to show us his higher ways, it becomes a mystery to us. So confusing. I'm like, I'm confused right now. I don't, I don't even know where to start with you, Lord. You know, I want to pray, but I, on the other hand, I just want to leave you alone because at this moment you are confusing me and I think even you yourself, you're confused about me and what you are doing in my life because it, nothing makes sense at this particular moment in time. But the spirit of understanding brings back the hope because God begins to put everything into perspective, but... It is spiritual understanding. Well, no mutu zamugul funda ne ives. Lingin's sense. 
In fact, ufunde el wrong, elizo confuse a kulu, ulizo ngadila kalegis. Uti abona ma ufunuk vuli papil endi vesto karenzo tivana nalo. Zobai, uti alfunda ne. Ufundi kes. Langkungulu akwate kona kuluma na mantona ba kubono uti ya no. No, that is not necessarily the situation. You have got to be spiritual. That's why I'm encouraging you to pray. Your calling is supposed to be pursued spiritually. That's why many of us, once once got us told them, I was at Tandas, and life say comfortable. Because you thought the solution in your life is money. What Allah was told him, now we are confused. We are confused. And most total Allah, ne, umna is like, wow, umona ujinking as I'm spelling. Ukubega nempilo, umena skatla. Where your salary is not making sense. It's like, how? Ngoba nyakol and Jay, marin pilo amengabi iba complicated kakulu. And ngata ubonu guti mara ya pile madi. Uba nesizin la ipela kona after twenty days. Uba nesizin la ipela kona after fifteen days. Uba nesizin la ipela kona after ten days. Uba nesizin la ipela kona after two days. Marmaut you are pegane. You are living your normal life. It's like. Marangi waste It's because God is trying to put everything into perspective to you to say, listen, you don't shift your eyes from me because I just opened a door for you. Now you 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 think this door is your source. Many of us, once we get a business breakthrough, financial breakthrough, we stop praying. We pray less, we worship less, we honor God less. Because we think, ah, sikoli, sizile, satisfuni, ipreikturu yom sebe, Listen, God will just, and, and, and God knows how to humble us as a man doona wakri. Ashe muya kwa azi, uvelati sandi. Atakesi bono kuti. Are you going to be able to figure it out? Oye, unge. Yabo umbalegele, nukulukulu umbalegele, ah, yeh, nestigo. So, una my explanations that you never used to have. You know, so we are casa, so cool, so casa, you understand that. You know, you don't give, you don't tithe, you don't pray anymore, you don't come to church anymore, and whatever. Okay, because you have it figured it out. And yes, watch you do your thing. Oh, it's a mungel. Ba, ba, ba. Okay, good, Marangoba. I'm not saving tithe, I'm solving things as a manchagonzalan. Because God is trying to show you that, no, look, you, you can't figure things out with your own limited capacity. My ways are way higher than your ways. Be spiritual. Maintain your spirituality. So that God can give you the spirit of understanding. The spirit of figuring things out. Coming with solutions that are divine, that can help you. The spirit of understanding. So that you can live a life ube calm and not panic. Because there will be many moments of panic. Let me tell you this. Kuna ma seasons la unkunukulu ayege yonkinto. 
hang it by the thread. Donkey. Akbeg, a check good. So respond, Anja. At this particular moment, are you still going to trust me? Everything is hanging by the thread. Everything. Hey, now you are going to I don't understand this. That's why we need the spirit of understanding. Number four, the spirit of counsel. The spirit of counsel. Because counsel leads us to God's purpose for our lives. Proverbs 19 verse 21. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. Plan all you want in life, but do not go ahead with your plans until you have sought the Lord's counsel. Seek counsel from God. And God sometimes uses people to give us counsel. So the, the word counseling comes from that. You go to a person to seek for counsel, advice about life, about how to process things. So many of us see are too confident. Uh, and as God makes us wise and he helps us understand things, then we think we no longer need advice. We no longer need counsel. We are no longer talking to anyone about anything because we have big plans and we don't want anyone to interfere with our plans. If you go without counsel, let me advise you, no matter how great your plans can be, you are taking a risk to see your plans fail, no matter how great they are. You can never get to a point in life where you don't need advice. Counsel helps to have somebody to talk to, even if they are not going to. You see, sometimes when you are in conversation with a person concerning something that sits heavy in your heart, just by talking, Sometimes God is able to help you and make the burden lighter just by talking. Because seeking for counsel, because it begins with talking. Why am I saying that? Because if you're not talking to anyone, you start talking to yourself. And when when all of us, Tina, it's just that we don't verbalize our conversations. They're having insight. You're talking to yourself, asking yourself questions, trying to give yourself an answer, an explanation, and whatever the case, trying to advise yourself. Because you and and before you know it, you are verbalizing. Oh, oh, you are not even aware that now you are verbalizing, because always you don't talk. You you don't talk. They always say that men do not talk. It's it's a very 
serious sickness. Madeline, not, not this my I mean, I, I, I have people I talk to. Because I realize if I don't, I'm so fine. Because there's a lot that goes on here. I mean, my responsibilities, my, 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 my calling has got quite a lot of things going on. If I don't have a place where I can just pour out my heart, instead of having conversation with myself, I can talk to someone. Let me tell you, it does not mean that person you are talking to must provide a solution for you. By just talking, say something. Say something. Say something. Say something. I want me to say, my wife talks. And sometimes I realize that before she wants me nami to but sometimes she doesn't mind just to talk so that I can just listen even if I just said okay no I see uh, she just wants that and and she will talk and the sad part now is that like they get switched on out of nowhere and they start talking I'm like whoa whoa <laughs> Whoa. Well, then I have to sit and listen and listen and, and they talk and, they, and sometimes I have to be like but I'm standing right next to you lower the volume because <laughs> once they are switched on the volume increases oh yeah I can hear I'm here Right next to you. And I said, oh, sorry. And then she talks and then she, the volume goes. I'm like, whoa. And not because she just wants me to listen. She just wants me to listen. And, and here's the thing. If I train myself not to talk, uh, then no because I'm... I'm it's like, finally understand what I'm going to call it. Which is not right. You are here. Be here. Because communication is fellowship. Communication is not for the purposes only of informa information. But it is also for fellowship. We converse. We are communing through words. So say something. Talk about Julius if you have to. Talk about anyone. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Talk about Pastor. Talk about somebody. Talk about Makutumana. Talk about whatever that is happening. Talk about the earthquake. Talk about whatever. Say some. Say some. Say that, that, uh, let there be words coming out of your mouth. Let there be words coming out of Sit there. Because, but if you, if you are not speaking... You will have these conversations with yourself and deceive yourself and begin to give yourself wrong answers because therefore you will take whatever that you are saying to yourself and interpret it like that and begin to attack them with the answer that they did not give but you gave. 
Gushu uti vele beratrazu uti magati berashu uti. And then that's why you understand that the magati and the manje masegati ngabonu uti vele gakeke. You are giving yourself your own evidence. You you are accusing, but you are also the witness and the state witness and the witness of that person. And ufarazela nawe ufarazela naye uzinigezonke izi. Yay! You are killing yourself. Give that poor child an opportunity to speak for themselves. If you don't understand, don't talk to yourself, talk to them. If there's something you don't understand about your spouse, ask them. About them. You will deceive yourself. Yes, Gunale, Gunale, Gunale phenomenon. It's a disease, really, of being so deceived to a point of believing your own lies. Like your lies become so true, but you no longer see that they are not true. You are so con- convinced, like immersed in your own lies. Why? Because as Kulums, Kulumanat. What's that? Why are you so convinced? Why don't you come and ask me? Before you came, I had the notes. I didn't know you were going to be here. I'm just preaching. I'm talking to anyone who's willing to hear. Get over yourself. Stop talking to yourself. Talk to somebody. Seek counsel. Ask for advice. Critical decisions in your life require counsel, no matter how great your plans are. Expose them to counsel. Otherwise, you will destroy yourself together with your plans. Talk to somebody who can advise you on anything that you want to do. Otherwise, you will destroy your own plans. Find people that you can talk to. Don't just come up with a good idea, check that idea, implement that idea without allowing anyone to talk into that idea. If I want anything building related, I must talk to somebody. I must to Babu Spanyanya. Sometimes I will ask Emanje Intenje, and he will say something. The fact that I'm anointed to know everything. I need to talk to somebody. Ministry gets complicated. I have people that I sit down with and I bounce thoughts and ideas with them so that they can give me counsel. And sometimes just a five-second statement, just one five-second statement can change my perspective forever and just cause me to look at things differently and help me from drowning. Say something. With your own words. A spirit of counsel. A spirit of counsel. The Bible says, with, with, with counsel, wage war. Wage war with counsel. You see, when, when you have received counsel, you have confidence to fight for something that you know but at least you have got two or three witnesses in it. Many of us will waste energies fighting for something that even you yourself, you're not sure if it's going to work. Destroy relationships on the way, break, uh, destroy bridges, and be arrogant. And then, and then it's too late. 
the spirit of counsel. Seek counsel. Talk to somebody. I'm advising even men. If you have to. Sit there and just say, mm, 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 say something. Just, just find another man and begin to say, I don't know. Okay, I sometimes even the challenges that you thought you are the only one facing them. You are not the only one. All of us are crazy. As husbands, we are crazy. As men, we are crazy. Women are crazy. Wives are crazy. You will, you will think you are married to a crazy wife only to find that I'm also married to a crazy wife and she is married to a crazy man and you yourself, you, is married to a crazy man. So all of us who are crazy in different ways, you have your craziness. I have my, so how can we deal with our craziness in a positive way that can build our marriages? As from today, let's just talk about the craziness of our marriage. Call me and tell me how did you solve your craziness today? How did you deal with your craziness in your own home so that we can begin to help each other? Find that kind of a friend. That this one, I know. There are friends in my life that this one, I can talk to him about my marriage without being judged. I can be angry and just tell this man how frustrated I am today about what my wife said or what I've done or whatever the case may be. And he can listen to me and still say to me, Oh, my friend, I know, don't worry, you know, even Nami, and then I feel good that I know that at least somebody else has won. And then I realize, okay, I don't have anything to fuss about. I didn't get a solution, but at least I know I'm not alone. I go back. I love my wife anyway, and I, she does the same thing to say. It's not like I'm married to this mean man or whatever, but, you know, it, it, things happen and she comes she forgives me not because I've done something right this time but be, simply because she accepts that I am man you know somebody I was talking to somebody on Friday one of the people I talked to he said something very powerful to me something very he said look because we all of a sudden, you start laughing. Then you don't want to retaliate and whatever. Then he says this to me. He says, you don't have to respond to everything. No matter what they say about you, no matter what they do to you, just walk away with the smile and accept that you are normal, they are crazy. Because the comfort is we are So in life, accept probably who understand understand There's sometimes where finally accept oh and just be happy and live happily ever after. Amen. Number five, the spirit of might. The spirit is to make you strong so that you have spiritual strength. I'm out of time. This is spiritual strength, not natural strength. This is where the Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
This is where you need spiritual strength to be strong. Because look, they require spiritual strength. Spiritual strength. Without which we can be destroyed by the very same thing that is meant to be a blessing in our lives. So we need spiritual strength. The ability to be strong, not through motivation or encouragement, but spiritually. That's why I said, pray so that the Spirit of God can be able to make you strong on the inside. Abandubanga understand chaos in your life and around your life. What makes you strong? What makes you to, to be bold like you are? What makes you still wake up and confront your situations? Nami, I don't know, but it is the work of the Spirit of God on the inside of me making me strong. And it is called the Spirit of Might. To be able to withstand the challenges and the dangers and the fears that I'm confronted with. Because there is, it's nice to say, we walk by faith, I have faith, I'm believing God for this. But there are some of the things that God can just provoke you to believe Him for that are scary. That requires for you to be spiritually strong and show up as if now we join the land. I was making an example uh, and saying, you, you don't understand how it, it's, it's so exciting when God speaks to us about something. To say, do this. And we're excited. And we're like, wow. God is because when God speaks to you and shows you a vision, He shows it to you in its perfect form. And waits for you to be so hyped up about it. And so happy about it. And before thinking and calculating, you step out in faith. And Mazongenil. Who? I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> what did I just get myself into? And that's why you need the spirit of might to give you that boldness and strength. And Ausazi started Zelanjani, must launch a campus, first service. XN must book a Roman funis. You're like, hey, hey, ha, said that Zelanjani, delay, Kubangati, Koninjang Bambi Leganti. We, 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 we just gathering strength when we show up and we arrive and send corner near, near see, strong as if we know what we're doing. It's a spiritual work on the inside of us, making you strong to say, when God says, start a business, you're excited because when he's still talking to you, Shem Lendo, it makes sense. It's like, what can go wrong? And what not? Hey, first day. So, and fear kicks in. And the devil starts talking. What do I need? Spiritual strength. The spirit of my be strong in the Lord. Not in the positive results. Be strong in the Lord. Not because somebody promised me anything. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. So that I can be able to withstand any form of opposition. Because the devil does not get tired. In terms of opposing us. Every day he's trying to find a new way to oppose you. Every day he's trying to find out how can I oppose this person today. How can I? He will discourage you. He's, he's going to whack you 
Why? Some of us are not because we don't have the gift and the ability to do it. It's because we don't have the mind. It's not because I was not physical strength. That will drive you to want to say something. So it can happen even in your calling. That you were excited about. That God has called you for. And you don't want to do it. That's why we've got to be spiritual. Open yourself up to the spirit of God. Pray. Every day, not because but you are trying to be receptive to all of these manifestations of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. That's what prayer does. It opens you up to be able to receive things that you need on the inside of you to empower you, to capacitate you, to strengthen you, to make you wise, to make you bold, to give you counsel. You are opening your, when you are praying, you are opening your spirit up. You are, you, are, you are activating your soul to draw things from your spirit man, to draw things from, from your spirit man, to draw strong thoughts and, and strong desires and to draw, you know, everything that you, your emotions, whenever they are trying to be complicated, the, your, your soul, if you are spiritually strong, your soul draws strength from it. Because, Uguba emotionally discouraged, feeling down for no reason. So, feeling down. Praying is not a practice of religion. Praying is a spiritual reality that every believer must experience. Because when we pray, God is infusing things into our spirits so that you can be able to walk out and face anything that is going to come your way. Just pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. I love it. In, another, in the person translation, it says pray until you become prayer itself. So that prayer begins to be triggered anywhere, anyhow, anytime. Find yourself, my bro, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. Jumping into your car. Just pray until you become prayer itself. Pray. Pray. Pray every, every day. Find a moment to pray. For how long must I pray for this? I don't know. Just pray. Say something to God. Say something about God. Open your spirit up to God to say something to you. Pray. Be spiritual so that you can be infused this by with this supernatural strength on the inside of you. Because life, pray, pray. Take care of your soul spiritually. Listen to me. Take care of your soul spiritually. Because distress, anxiety, depression doesn't knock. It waits for that opportunity that when you are now not having a guard around your soul. When the word of God is no longer controlling your thought patterns in your soul, your emotions, 
your, your, your desires because sometimes see depressed our desires are wrong. That's why the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Desires must come from God. God must be the one who gives you the right desire that is healthy for you. Because you can desire in the world in a Gaza issue anything and your desire it humans because you are desiring something that does not belong to you which God did not choose for you desire that you don't have the capacity and the ability to get it at that point in time that's a wrong desire let's take care of our souls nourish your soul with the word of God pray immerse your soul in prayer in the presence of, of God immerse your soul in the anointing so that God can put a shield around your soul otherwise if the soul is God's most valuable asset it must be your valuable asset before Farama parked the door insurance for your car before you do all of those things guard your soul that's why the Bible says above all things keep your heart what is the heart? It's the soul above all things keep your heart guard the another translation says guard your heart guard your heart not, not just from impurities that may come out of it but even things that want to penetrate your heart God put a shield of faith around your heart protect it immerse it in the presence of God so that the enemy will not penetrate it because if he can penetrate it with discouragement fear anxiety doubt all of those things let me tell you then your life will self-destruct and in this don't be reactive be proactive do it before anything happens Make it your daily practice to protect your soul. Because these days, there are so many things happening in the spiritual realm. Let me tell you, these days, there are so many things, so many things going on that your, your soul can catch. People are teaching things, saying things on social media, you know, and the, the social media that we are forever glued to. You can catch, your soul can catch something forever. Guard your heart. Protect your heart. Immerse it in the presence of God. May it be strengthened by God. Strengthened by God. The Bible speaks about three things, you know, that uh, are ingredients for success in life. It talks about the, it, 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 it talks about the wine that gladdens our heart, right? And then it talks about the oil that causes our faces to shine. But then it also talks about the bread, the grain, which is the word of God that strengthens our heart. Two of them are working our heart. The wine being the presence of God, the word of God, the spirit of God that we must be filled with. It brings joy to our heart. But the word of God brings strength to our heart. Making us strong within. Because if you are not strong, the Bible says, you know, and you give in. It says your strength is weak. So what does it mean? I need to work on my inner strength every day. Emotional strength, intellectual strength, I need to work on it every day so that I'm strong on the inside. I'm strong whenever, you know, there are thoughts that are coming and they are heavy. That's why Jesus leaves it up to us. He says, 
Do not let your heart be troubled. To be troubled. Why? Why? It simply means, in other words, it's up to you to start practicing every day that I'm not going to allow anything toxic to penetrate my heart, to drive me towards the point of uh, being distressed and confused and, and, and being afraid and, and, and being, you know, all over the place and, and, and being this and that and that and that and the other. That's why yesterday during our training, we, we sang a very nice song that says, you know, you can stress, but, but, but only for one night. Don't, don't linger it unnecessarily because then you are rendering your heart weak. He's strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Depend on the strength of God. Number six, the spirit of knowledge. This is when we know things by the spirit of God. The Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And this is where he says, because we have lacked, we have rejected knowledge. So knowledge, sometimes we can get it from books from anywhere. But when the Bible speaks about the spirit of knowledge, it is referring to revelation knowledge where God lets you know of things that will help your life supernaturally. The Bible says, no eye have seen, no ear has heard, no is it entered into our hearts, but the Lord has prepared for us, but he reveals everything by his spirit. And, and, and I love it in verse number uh, 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 11, it says, for what man knows the things of, of a man except the, the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So the spirit of God has knowledge that comes from God that can help us because there are certain things that when they are hidden from us, it can be a frustration if we don't know them even though they are there. So God by his spirit chooses to reveal things by his spirit so that we can know that he is on our side. To know that we are blessed. To know that we will prosper. To know that we are favored. And lastly, then the Bible speaks about the spirit of the fear of the Lord. This is when the Holy Spirit teaches us how to honor God. He makes him so real in our lives that we are not going to take him for granted. We are going to honor him because it's easy as a child of God to live your life as if God does not exist. And we cease to honor him. We, need, we cease to fear him because we think what can happen? What can possibly go wrong? But the spirit of the fear of the Lord helps us to walk in the fear of the Lord. Honoring him, watching how we carry ourselves, how we do things. Are we here, Bezalan? Let's stand on our feet, please. And verse number three of Isaiah says, His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ear. What does that mean? It simply means when the sevenfold manifestations of the Spirit of God I play in my life, I'm not going to judge things but by what I hear. My hearsays, what I see, things that the enemy keeps on exposing my eyes to, the realities that look like realities around me. But I'm going to judge everything by the Spirit of God. Another translation says, I'm going to be of quick understanding so that I'm not confused because sometimes it's difficult to live your life based on ubanutin. And many of us, our lives revolve around that. And that's why we are making wrong decisions because we are not engaging the Spirit of God to give us discernment 
that even if bakulumile it does not it does not mean i have to react or respond or even entertain it or even talk about it sometimes we need to learn how to walk away even if when we know who said what about us for the sake of impilo zethu ukuthi zingahlangahlangana ungahlangahlanganiswa ama surroundings the noises that are around you things that you are exposed to things that you are hearing things that people are saying just forget about it focus on the work of the spirit of god on the inside of you and make decisions based on that there are many people who leave churches quit their jobs leave their marriages based on uzwile ukuthi kuthiweni zwile bathindi ngawo and then you you change your life we pick sepezu irrespective of what the spirit of god wants to say Father in the name of Jesus we thank you we thank you for your holy spirit we thank you for the manifestations sevenfold manifestations of your spirit thank you father in the name of Jesus Christ that even as we yield and we surrender to the work of the holy spirit in our lives thank you that the spirit of the lord will come upon us mightily that the spirit of wisdom and understanding will come upon us the spirit of counsel and might will come upon us the spirit of the fear of the lord oh god will come upon us that oh god we may be of quick understanding in the name of jesus christ that oh god in the mighty name of jesus christ we may live our lives by the spirit judging everything by the spirit in the name of jesus christ father we thank you that your spirit moves mightily in this place that your spirit moves mightily in this room touching each and every heart each and every song soul oh god strengthen our hearts may we experience oh god the spirit of might most of us oh father who have lost strength and courage and boldness father i pray today in the name of jesus as we open ourselves up that oh god we may be strong in the lord and in the power of his might lord we give you praise and we thank you that oh god we shall not just have a spiritual experience that is not relevant in our lives but we thank you that oh god our spiritual experience will impact our lives and everyone who is around us we give you praise father and we thank you in jesus name amen thank you once again for listening to the message today we trust that you were blessed by it please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week Thank you very much and keep on building.